Bixie Fellows, the bespectacled, black-feathered Kenku nervously darts his eyes around Justino's speakeasy. Draz would be here any minute to collect her due. The cold-blooded lizard folk assassin put Bixie's feathers on end. Bixie remembers Jiminy cleaning him out at the card tables and meeting with Draz to solve the problem. Of course, now he owes Draz, and she wasn't interested in gold. Bixie fumbles in his coat pocket to make sure... Yes, the vials of strange purple goo are still there. Almost over. Bixie squawks to himself, adjusting his spectacles. Just pay up and it'll all blow over. Last time, on Questies, the crew's new friend Warwick Madtower enlists the Questies' help to infiltrate a seedy card game. I'll help you plan that out, but I want you to promise your goal there is to find information, not gold. I say, yes, totally. I really care about this. I got a five deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Zeph learns about the Newham organized crime scene. Anyway, tell me more about Small Doni. Justino owns Storm City. Small Doni owns the Floating Rocks. Small Doni's been encroaching on Justino territory as of late. It's not a good thing. Jiminy Smalls remembers who may have kidnapped him. When I was captured, all I can remember was that I was running hot and I had Bixie Fellows in the hole. Just get down there and get Bixie Fellows. I want that fucker dead. And Zeph pays him for his tip. Zeph does not want any of Jiminy's sarcasm. Zeph grabs Jiminy, primes him much like you would like a wiffle ball, and grabs his quarterstaff and just baseball hits him away into the sky. <laughs> and Hawk donned a cunning disguise to infiltrate the Justino speakeasy. Alright, I, uh, I fashioned the bugbear hairs into a fake mustache. <laughs> I have a fake mustache. I'm Garrett, the Dungeon Master, joined by Eno, Zephyr of Highspire, Tiefling Sorcerer, Ro, Nora Denkleaf, Halfling Rogue, Jules, Nabcup Bepliok Wombin, Gnome Cleric, Andrew, Megan, Human Wizard, and Grady, Hawk Moonwing, Human Rogue, and this is Alright, Questies, you've started your gambit to catch the card game Kidnappers, and Bixie is in your sights. Fnabby is down in the underground speakeasy, accompanied with Hawk. Zeph is drinking at the upstairs bar, the Blind Eye Tavern. Megan is in the alleyway just outside, scoping out the situation with her frog-familiar Thurgood, while Nora keeps an eye out and uses the magic eight ball. Fnabby and Hawk see their target, Bixie Fellows, the bird person. Jiminy told you that he suspects Bixie of having something to do with this kidnapping. Fnabby and Hawk are in a smaller lounge area where a speakeasy bartender, a human man with a curly mustache and a snazzy vest, tends to his drinks. The bartender shouts out to Hawk, Oh, hey there. You look like a grown man. Care for a drink on the house? Uh, sure, mister. <laughs> what the fuck is this place that tries to get children drunk on purpose? <laughs> That's a very impressive mustache you have there. Perhaps a double whiskey would tickle your fancy. Hawk, maybe you should better have some fantasy coffee. Uh, Come on, Hawk. Gotta keep a level head here. He pours a tall drink of whiskey for Hawk. <laughs> All right, so Hawk, uh... I say, barkeep, I reach up and try to knock it out. Knock it away. I say, what are you trying to do, getting my friend drunk? We came here for a game not to get drunk. We're men. Men on the mission. Hey, watch it, gnome. Just trying to liven the mood. I say two fantasy coffees. If you want to give us a drink, be kind about it. Fine. He turns around <laughs> and slams two black drinks in front of both of you. I take mine and chug it down. Uh, I take mine and kind try to, like, very carefully walk around with this cup of coffee, sipping it because it's too hot for my little boyish tongue. Now, how about a game? Can we go in the other room and play a game? Of course. You are honored guests of Justino. Are you Justino? <laughs> I say, Hawk, let's go. He's not Justino. <laughs> hey, kid. I mean, uh, man. Here's the drink you wanted. And he uh, slips you that double whiskey you ordered. Yeah, at this point, I've already left the bar, so. Uh, all right, so Hawk takes the double whiskey in his other hand and tries to follow Fnabby holding a full cup of coffee and a full cup of whiskey. <laughs> Maybe they've done that, man. And he's yeah. just slowly <laughs> sipping both of them uncertain. Senior of, uh, year of college. Oh, boy. What? <laughs> so I assume I'm, uh, I'm struggling across the room. 
just with my drinks. I don't want to spill them, so I'm going to casually set my coffee back down on the bar the second, once Fabi has fully left the room and just finish that whiskey. Ah, <laughs> uh, you finish the whiskey. Oh boy. Take a constitution saving throw for me. Uh, is a 12. I guess Hawk is a pretty robust kid. Yeah. I grew up with a rough crew. So it's about 11.58. There's only one card game in front of you right now with three gruff-looking players. I, I go up to the game and I say, uh, can you deal me in? And then I, I cast message to say, wrong game. You also have to whisper a message? <laughs> <laughs> I sit down and I sort of croak and as act like I'm clearing my throat. And I say in frog, what do you mean wrong game? Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. Okay, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> we made that joke already. We can make that joke another I'm time. I'm repeating it. It's called a callback. All right, all right. Then I'll be like, the, the bird guy is to your uh, back right. I know. He's not playing right now, is he? No, Bixie's not playing. He's just sitting and drinking. We can take all his money later. We don't need to win it now. All right. All right. Hawk is just <laughs> at this other table, I guess, sitting as close as he can to the game, but at the other table, just... Keeping it casual. Just a person with a mustache and a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing suspicious. I'm the watcher for this one. I'm keeping an I, eye on that bird. I elbow hawk and I say, get away from the table. They're going to be suspicious. I move to the other side of the table because some rude gnome pushed me. But I don't make a fuss in front of all the other patrons. So I look around at the other players and I'm like, I don't know that guy. I mean, that mustache looks fake. What the fuck? Is that another Jiminy? Am I right? Fuck that Jiminy guy. Everybody hates him. Now deal me in. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jiminy. <laughs> the three card players side-eye you, but they deal you in. Okay. The three players are a slender, pale, skittish elf, a smirking half-orc with a gold tooth, and a short, balding, burly full-orc with a greasy comb-over. Jeez, scary. Is that elf freaks out to be here because of all the elf blood up for sale? <laughs> <laughs> they start the game, so let's play the dice game. Roll 5d6 and threes count as zero. The low score wins. I'm going to have Eno roll for Fnabby's hand. Fnabby, you got a 15. Megan, uh, Thurgood has an eye fixated on the cards, and he can see the following. The elf has a 19, the half-orc has a 23, and the bald orc has a 17. Remember that the lowest score wins. So I, t- I'll tell, I tell them that. <laughs> All right, so Fnabby takes out his um, 19.3 gold. And he throws it all on the table. He says, I'm feeling lucky tonight, boys. Whoa. Subtle. Yeah. <laughs> How many rounds of betting are there? Just one? Or? Until everybody folds, right? There's a blind bet of five silver pieces, and then it goes around until everyone calls or folds. No, maybe I'll just throw in uh, five gold. The elf with 19 and the half-orc with 23 just immediately fold, but the bald orc with the 17 matches you, Fnabby. All right, I'm going to raise him five gold. All right, the 17 scoffs in your direction and folds. He gives you a death stare from across the table. All right, I'm going to message, be cooler. (laughs) (laughs) So you just won. uh, 15 silver and five gold. Let's do another round. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jules. Oh, my boy. Okay, wait, don't tell anybody. Okay. On the second round, it's way more dramatic, huh, Andrew? Thurgood peeks the cards again. Uh, Elf with 11, half-orc with 5, orc with 9. So who starts the betting now? The slender elf with 11 goes first, raising 1 gold. The half-orc with 5 raises him to 3, and the orc with 9 matches. So it's raised 3 to me? Yeah, 3 gold. So I say, ah, you guys feeling feeling a little luckier than last time. I I thought this was a cold table. But, uh, yeah, I'll see you, and I'll, I'll raise you another three. So it's six back around to the guy who put in one. Um, the elf buries his face in his hands for a second, makes an exasperated, ah, sound, and throws his cards down, folding. The half-orc says, uh, thanks for the money, gnome, and raises another four. The full orc leans back and whips out his comb to mess with the little hair he has, and throws his cards on the table. I eye down the half-orc. I eye him down and I say, you know, I think you're a gambling man. And I, I raise it all the way up to 19 again. 19? Yeah, just to make the to get him to fold, maybe. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, he goes all in on a five and leans in to take the pot. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. So we end up splitting the pot. Uh, so we get seven each. The half-orc sneers, not bad, little gnome. At that point, the guard golem approaches the table and says, Half-orc, gnome, and Kenku, you invited to big room. I pretend a coughing fit, and I say, 
Megan, try to get Thurgood to climb inside my coat. Oh, your coat. The golem says, little gnome is okay? Gnome need drink? I say, yes, another coffee, please. If you could go get that for me. Golem just starts yelling really, really loudly towards the lounge area. Gnome need drink! And the second he starts yelling, fucking Thurgood runs and tries to get into, um... Nabby's like pants. <laughs> <laughs> like up the ankle? Yeah, yeah. Alright, roll stealth. Well I got a night I rolled a nineteen, so plus three would be a nineteen twenty. You uh, fucking make it then. Uh you're in <laughs> his pants. The golem looks back at you all and he says, You come me, master want biggest competition. <laughs> I, I am not good words. I am just Golem. You follow me now. <laughs> uh, say whatever you say, man. So what's uh, Hawk up to? Um, hmm. Now, if the bird has gone into the big room with the uh, with the rest of them, then I guess I, I will go to the bar, get another drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do another uh, double whiskey here at the bar. All right. Roll another constitution check. Uh, oh, natural one. All right. That's again fucked up. Uh, Hawk, you listening? Yeah. I hear you, man. What's happening to me? You are fucking drunk, my dude. Oh, no. <laughs> so Hawk's goal after that was to go up to the street and so I guess to get to Nora to be like, Fnabby's gone dark. I don't know what's going on because only our person around back knows what's going on right now. All right, because you're so drunk, you have to roll an acrobatics check to see if you can even go up the stairs. <laughs> Okay, uh, so acrobatics, uh, that's 18 plus 7. You somehow managed to get up the stairs and the door golem says, You drunk little man! (laughs) Can a guy with a mustache this fine ever uh, be drunk? I am jealous of little man mustache. Golem cannot grow fine mustache like little man. Yeah, Hawk staggers to Nora and gets himself onto the bar stool somehow and is just like palms flat on the bar trying to level himself in this world that is suddenly spinning being like Nora I'm gonna my man let's go outside before you say anything (laughs) 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 and I'm gonna whisk I I try to like hold Nora's hand as as she moves (laughs) I'm just gonna like shake it off (laughs) (laughs) fuck falls over And then I'll, like, begrudgingly let him, like, hold my shoulder or whatever so he can get out before he blabs. Or Ralph's. Yeah. Blabs or Ralph's. So I guess back out to the alley. Yeah. I assume Zeph saw us exit. (laughs) Yeah. I guess Zeph would be like, Nora, is he he cool? What's up? Should I take your spot? He's shithoused, so you can head in there if you want to. I'm going to see what he's got to say. Snabby went into small room with, uh... Bixby, uh, barf. I don't remember. Oh, he's, uh, I don't know what Fnabby's doing. <laughs> I gotta lie down. Yeah, Hawk is throwing up right now. <laughs> I guess Zeph will ask, like, Nora, do you think, should I go down or should I stay at the bar? Maybe we should find out from Megan what the sitch is via Thurgood to decide and then... If it seems like he's okay. Yeah, good call. I've been refining Megan's character a little bit more since I've been working Ooh. on backstory. So now she's both house and also like a little bit of like Angelica from fucking Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with me as I like find this character. So in that sense, okay, dickheads, what's the plan? <laughs> <laughs> what's the plan? Can you talk to Fnabby and see what he he wants to do about this? Should we be like trying to plan a, a precision like kidnap and run or should, like should we be going down there and playing casual until it's time to strike or should we be uh... Thurgood is going to like tap Fnabby on like the thigh alright Fnabby's going to croak fuck you Birdman <laughs> in front and then use an insight check to see if anybody um, responds in any way like that croak meant anything to them Bixie is completely unaware of what you're doing. All right. He's just nervously fiddling with his cards, and he keeps glancing out the door. No one seems to have understand you, though, but uh, the other two players in this four-player back room are sort of staring you down now. I'm going to look, try to look uncomfortable and croak that I'm with, I'm with the bird person. I'm going to use my charm to become very friendly with him. And then we're going to get him soon. How do you charm? You're, you're going to like charm be him? charming. No, I'm just, just saying with my charm, 
I'm a charming person. <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh. <laughs> That's my message back to the party. Well, I guess he doesn't need our help, <laughs> I guess, it seems. <laughs> Uh, it's, I, uh, our, our guy Fnabby's just gonna make friends, make best friends with uh, the Birdman. Uh, so okay. I guess we can go. No, I feel like a couple of us might want to be the bar area down yeah. there. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling a little bit riled case. up from uh, home run batting a child man, possibly to his death. Are you saying you like hurting little people? <laughs> Have you got a problem? With <laughs> no, people? not at all, Nora. Um, you're you're one of the best people I know. I'm I'm fully on. I just That's fucking right. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm just a little. I'm a little jazz. I didn't really like Germany, and it was pretty. I explored a side of myself I haven't really previously got to explore. So, hmm. Well, okay. So here's the problem: is that someone's got to keep this drunk little boy up. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Megan needs to talk to Fnabby. Hawk is too drunk to do anything, and you and I are the two most responsible adults here somehow and that's a really weird conundrum to find ourselves in isn't it it sure is <laughs> all right so <laughs> what should we do i guess let's get down there and just sort of mill around and drink and try to keep an ear out for trouble in case Fanabi needs us to do you think we should like knock hawk out so he doesn't cause any trouble <laughs> <laughs> or uh, just uh, do you think megan can take care of him oh, fine hawk, I'll, are you I'll okay I'll watch him. You guys go. You're going to be able to handle him while you're, you know, pre- talking to Fnabby? Hawk whips out his dagger and he's like, where's the fight? <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he, he drops his dagger and tries to pick it up, but struggling. Uh, uh, Megan, Nora, like, Megan got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he falls. Hawk, yeah. uh, can you roll another constitution saving throw for me? That's what got me into this mess. You're going to Ralph on my shoes, aren't you? <laughs> Eleven. You don't projectile vomit, but you do vomit down below. It doesn't get on anybody, but it's pretty gross. Uh, it's one of those when you like try to swallow it back a little bit, uh, then you like can't quite. Who among us? <laughs> you feel a little bit better. How many of our adventures do we get drunk and throw up, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> At least the second time Hawk has thrown up. <laughs> Anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah, Nora, let's uh, let's go downstairs. All right. Well, we got to use that password, whipped banana cream. Whipped banana cream. Yeah. All right. So got who's yeah, going to talk to this guy first? I guess I'll talk to him first. Can we just go up there together? I assume yeah. they are used to having people come in twos or whatever. It's what M password, little lady. Whipped banana cream, big boy. That M password after you. Have fabulous night. Thank you. You too. Zeph winks at him and says, hey. <laughs> he goes, hey yourself. What are you trying to do? <laughs> just wink at him. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to make you roll. Just plus charisma. Um, okay, yeah, then 14. He's horny now. <laughs> he makes kissy faces at you and he raises his rock eyebrows a little bit. <laughs> I'll see you later. Yeah. I'll catch you on the way out. See you later, skinny man. Catch me outside. <laughs> I do not think that uh, means what you think it means. <laughs> uh, Nora and Zeph, you're down in here now. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, the bartender's going to say, free drinks, either of you? Hell yeah. What would you like, fine halfling? Uh, fancy whiskey on the rocks. And for the tiefling, sir. May I have an Aperol spritz, twist of orange, couple of dashes of Peixos bitters, and um, one sugar cube? <laughs> you both have drinks. Nora, you want to... You wanna, uh... Explore the, the games room? Well, yeah, let's play a couple hands, huh? Okay. All right, Zeph and Nora make it to the speakeasy, which is getting pretty crowded. There's now a band performing on the main stage. They're singing... Uh, Feeling like a freak on a leash. There's multiple card games going on in the main performance room. And remember, there's a big pane of glass that curves behind the performers that overlooks the ocean. Fnabby is in the special high rollers back room, which is guarded by its own golem, which is kind of locking Fnabby in there. 
Mm-hmm. So we should stick to that side of the room, or try to anyway, so we can hear and be close. Yeah. Let's return to Megan and Hawk in the alleyway above. Hawk has wiped his mouth clean, but no, he has wiped his sleeve dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's just a metaphor for life. <laughs> and Megan, you're still just sort of spying through Thurgood's eyes? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like Fnabbit needed me right now. Well, um, you have the eight ball, right? Yes. So as soon as I get a chance to bet, that's when I want that eight ball. All right, Fnabby is in the secret back high rollers table with Bixie the Kenku and two other players. Uh, one of the players is a gold-toothed half-orc that Fnabby was playing before, and the other is a bearded man wearing a horned battle helmet for some reason. Uh, the hand has been dealt, so everyone roll 5d6s. Alright, so I've got a 19, so Andrew, what does the demon say? Alright, so I take this fucking thing out. Do I have to shake it? Yeah, I think you should shake it. Alright, fine. Yeah. I shake it. <laughs> As you shake it, you hear... And then do I ask like a yes or no question or can I just ask? Yeah, it has to be yes or no. Okay. Does Fnabby have a good hand? I feel like it should have been more specific. Like, should Fnabby fold? Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I guess you say that and the eight ball explodes and it pops out and it goes, yes. And then it uh, builds the eight ball all around it again and it pops back into being a regular eight ball and falls in your hand. Okay. All right. Can I keep using it? It's not like a once a day thing. I can just keep on doing this shit, right? (laughs) You might piss off the demon. Uh. (laughs) You guys haven't tested it too much. All right. Well, I think with that information, we can commence the betting process. Okay, then uh, everybody put in one GP as the blind, and betting will start with Fnabby. All right, Fnabby will bet five GP, because he has such a good hand. He knows he's going to (laughs) win. He can't lose. (laughs) Bixie will fold at that, and the the gold-tooth half-orc is also going to fold. But the helmed bearded man slams his hands on the table, and he yells, I'll see that! All right. Uh, so then, did I win? Uh, no, he got an eight. <laughs> All right, oh, so I, I lose that. <laughs> Puny gnome. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just punishing Andrew for his terrible question. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm a doctor, not a heister. All right, let's speed things up. Uh, let's just say Fnabby got a few bad hands, and uh, he's down three gold pieces from blinds and early bets. Okay. But on the next hand, he gets a seven. So let's take it from there. All right. Oh, my throat. Uh, Croak, croak. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nobody seems to notice that you're doing this. They think it's just weird gnome behavior or something. Cool. I guess the question should be, all right, should uh, Flabby bet high on this one? Are you going to shake it or? Yeah, yeah, it was good. (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, it explodes and shatters to the ground once again, and a very disheveled and, like, uh, <laughs> angry-looking el- imp just pops out, and it goes, Yes! <laughs> and, uh, he builds it up around himself again, but before he puts the last piece in, he looks at you, and he makes one of those fingers-slashing-his-throat <laughs> uh, motions at you, and uh-huh. then he puts it back, in, and it's back in your hand. <laughs> okay. Ribbit, 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 bet I... Ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> All right, uh, Fnabby bets high. How high? He will bet five. All right, the half-orc immediately folds. The horn guy slams his hands on the table, and he throws his cards down to signify that he's folding. And Bixie, who's been glancing towards the door this whole time, sort of uh, absentmindedly matches you and then raises you two more. All right, I'll see you, and I'll raise you another five. <laughs> Bixie, he, he, he looks kind of concerned now and looks towards you and he, he, he glances again towards the door. He would be sweating if he wasn't a bird. Assume that they don't sweat. He's <laughs> just sweating out of his beak. Do I know his name at this point? Do I know everyone's name? I don't know. Have you been talking to them? Yeah, I've been pattering away. And Bixie's going to take his time, so... um... Bixie, what's... Come on. It's only 5 GP. We're at the high roller table. What have you said your name is? Nabby. Snabco. Look, Snabby. I got a lot riding on this night. Uh, uh, and then the, the horned guy who you know is named um, Fuck. <laughs> fuck? His name is Fuck? <laughs> fuck do good. His name is Voss. He's going to say, just go in. Take this gnome out. I've never seen him before. I don't trust him and I want him out of this game. 
And Bixie's like, fine, and he throws his coins down and reveals his cards along with them. All right, he has an eight. Uh, hard luck, Bixie. What do you say after this? I'll buy you a drink. We'll commiserate with you. Bixie just stares you down and then gathers his things and then squawks out and, like, on his way out, he sort of, like, hits the table into you a little bit. Well, fellas, it looks like the easy action is uh, out of the table, so I'm going to just pick up my winnings and leave, if you don't mind. Good riddance, gnome. You still have Thurgood with you? Yeah, he's still in my, whatever, my leg pant pocket. Do you guys want to do some kind of checks on um, on Bixie? He keeps glancing towards the door. To which door now? He left the, the small room and now he's in He was the... looking at the door to the main entrance and now he's walked over to the very middle, the center, and he's glancing at the door to the entrance. What have Nora and I been doing? Have we been like sitting and gl- keeping an eye on the golem? But did we notice Big C walking? Yeah, out? I mean you guys are watching, right? So I don't think you yeah, yeah. Do check for that. Well, I mean, we're, we're not trying to be like staring at the golem either because we don't want to be too obvious. Like we're trying to. I mean, I mean, he is a bird person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like also. And you would still like be able to see someone going in and out of a room that no one has come in and out of yeah. without paying too much attention, you know? Why don't you both do insight checks yeah, first? Yeah, I was going to say, can I do that? Nine. Eight. <laughs> Oof. It is plain to you that he's nervous and he keeps fiddling with something inside his coat pocket. And I'll just describe him a little bit. He's a Kenku, which is a bird person. They have a beak. Uh, he looks kind of like a giant crow, uh, but he's bipedal and with two wings. But on the end of his wings, he has fingers. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is pretty gross. Like <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a bat, except instead of little claws, it's like actual fingers. And it's like... It's great. In fact, um, I'd make you do a check to how much that freaks you out, but it just does. <laughs> <laughs> You're apparently racist against Kenkus. It's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's wearing a, like a trench coat and spectacles. Again, is not sweating because he's a bird, but he looks very distraught and keeps fiddling with something in his pocket and glancing towards the door. But he's also sat down and is, like, anxiously looking that way. But you can't tell anything more. Okay. Um. All right, so I want to find out what's in that pocket. Zeph is going to glance at Nora and do, like, that whole, like, point to his eyes, point at the Kenku, and then point at Nora and be like, you watch him and then point at himself and be like, I'm going to be go in the other room. Okay. Kind of all very, like, very much like... Why don't you guys just the whisper pie, this like, to each other? <laughs> because we're right next to him. He's, like, actually right next to Nora. He just happened to be there because it's the it's the most direct line to the front door. Uh-huh. So he sat down next to me? He, he actually did, but he didn't pay any attention to you whatsoever. There's a bunch of people mm-hmm. in this okay. bopping club. Zeph signs to Nora, like, you watch him, I'll watch the door kind of thing. And uh, Zeph will casually walk over, kind of like, to hang out in the bar area, but, like, keeping... Sort of, like, between... Between Bixie and the door. I'm going to say Zeph is probably going to be somewhere like right here where it's like he's got half a drink left. So it's as if he's hovering to wait to, you know, finish that drink. But actually, he's just trying to keep line of sight between the two areas and let Nora take care of like if she can figure out anything to do with this guy. And Zeph is kind of like playing blockage or whatever. Interference, interference. Fdabby's going to follow and, and ask the bartender, say, barkeep. Drink for me and my Ken Koof pal. What can I get you, little fella? <laughs> well, say, do you do you happen to know what uh, this Ken Koof fellow drinks? Ah. We had a bit of a rough start to our relationship. I'd like to ease the his way a little bit. Knowing Bixie, I, I don't know if that's the best can of action. Did you just clean house? Because it looks like your, your pockets are pretty deep right now. Well, the drinks are free, aren't they? <laughs> they're free. <laughs> <laughs> of course they're free, little man. What can I get you? I like how hollow that gesture of like let me buy you a drink was. <laughs> Listen, I just want I just want whatever Bixby's drinking. Do you want one for yourself? Yeah, give me a Splatoon Rocky Road jigger. Okay, half jigger Splatoon with a gin back. <laughs> he gets you a Splatoon half whatever the fuck you said, and then he uh, hands you another drink. Uh, it's like tequila, and there's a worm at the bottom. All right, I pour the love poison into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Do you, oh, do, you no. do that literally in front of this guy or No, I do it while I'm walking back. And as I walk back I'm gonna touch brush against Nora and give her blessing of the trickster. So she has advantage on stealth rolls for the next hour. Sweet. This is some Ocean's Eleven scene right now. This I'm is really great, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go back to Hawk and Megan scene. Uh, All right, so like Megan just like looks at Hawk and like pokes him. Like, you okay, kid? Uh, Hawk has like both of his palms and his entire back against the wall, and he's just trying to look as upright and natural as possible. Do another uh, Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Uh, oh, that one's better. Hey, the 18. An 18. All right. You actually, uh, you throw up again, but you <coughs> wanted to this time. Oh, nice. nice. Like into the trash can. You were pretty drunk. You couldn't stand quite a bit. And you were only 14. You had like two double whiskeys, but it's been about an hour now. So uh, for some reason, you, you know, maybe you're roguish. I've purged it out of you. Yeah, me. you've purged yeah. it out of you. Did the boot and rally. So you're good to walk, but you're still drunk. Okay, so Megan's going to grab him by the collar and be like, all right, let's get you a fizzy water, kiddo. Yeah, I, I need to, to hydrate my my brain and probably my stomach. Okay, so we go into the bar, or at least I drag him into the bar and just sit at, like, these two seats right here. Order him some fries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I order, like a, like, a drink for me, like a blood, whatever the fuck, or a regular beer, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> like a normal drink. <laughs> For me, the bartender comes over. He's got a uh, missing tooth and um, an anchor tattoo. And he puts his arm and he goes, "What can I get you, little lady?" Ugh. Can I get? Uh, I need a uh, order of fries and some water for my friend here. And then can I just get a a mead? A mead for the lady and for Ugh. her daughter. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm watching my kid here, so don't get any ideas. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Turns around and gives you a, a mead, which is some hilarious shit to me. And uh, fries and a, what was it, fizzy drink? And he has a little curly straw. Yeah, just like seltzer water. Yeah. There's nice. a curly straw for it. He hands it to um, Hawking says, Hope you feel better, little guy. Thanks, mister. And then, like, Megan, like, tassels him on the head and pretends that, like, ha ha ha, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I still have a fake mustache on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> point it's gotten enough vomit on it it that you had to take it off Uh, (laughs) megan helped that off of me in the alley (laughs) let's go back to the underground speakeasy so like as soon as bixby sat down next to me i would have started talking to him just been like hey man how's it going he's totally distracted at the moment and he's gonna what um what are you trying to do you're trying to become friend like friendly with him uh, I guess so, yeah, but more I'm trying to see, like, what is he fiddling with in his pocket and, like, keep an eye on him. So just, like, talking to him he, in a friendly manner. Okay, to so keep he's immediately gonna, like, recoil from you. He doesn't want to be talked to, but you can do a persuasion roll to see how charming you are. Nine. He's, uh, he's a bit hostile towards you, but not extremely. Mm-hmm. He's just like, away with you, halfling. That's racist. Okay. I'm sure you've never said anything about Tenkus. Nope. I'm fine with bird people. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa. (laughs) What kind of people? (laughs) He's going to fiddle around in his his, uh, pocket a little bit. Why don't you do a perception check to see if you can get any sort of glance toward what's inside his coat? I'm rolling terrible tonight, so hopefully I'll do this one better. 17. 17. Okay, you can see a very obvious purple glow coming from underneath his uh, oh, coat geez. jacket. All right. Um, and he quickly covers it up. So it's only for a split second that you see, but it's it's glowing under there. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the bar with Megan and Hawk, where an ominous-looking group of people march into the front door of the Blind Eye Tavern. The group is made of three goons wearing long coats, one woman wearing traditional garb that Megan recognizes as being something a high wizard would wear, a lizard folk dressed in ragged leathers, and a very fancy individual wearing a snazzy suit and a hat, and he's leading the pack. The bartender sees him, freaks out, and goes to grab something under the bar, but before he can, the mage is going to cast a fireball at his head, which is just going to blow his head to pieces. Oh. And kill the bartender? And kill the bartender. Oh, shit. God damn. Is that a, a messy head explosion? Hawk and Megan. Uh, uh, <laughs> did we get some ketchup with that. their fries? <laughs> yeah, did, did Hawk even get his fries yet? Is is he like, does he have his fizzy water? Well, before all this happened, uh, Hawk noticed that the, the ketchup was missing. And, it asked, <laughs> and this guy's head just like totally explodes with the impact of the fireball and, and gets red all over his fries, which he was half done eating because he was starving. The fancy-looking individual is going to say, 
Let's see what, what kind of voice he has. Oi, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got nothing to fear? <laughs> Just get the fuck out. You all know who I am. I don't. And then he laughs and he says, Small Dony at your service. Oh, shit. So everybody else knows who this is, and they're just going to bolt for, like, the windows and shit. Okay. So, so right now, um, fucking Thurgood is going to go crazy in Fnabby's pants right now. I want you to roll to see if that's your kink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually going to make you do that, because it clearly is. <laughs> oh, Megan. And then uh, Megan is going to take Hawk. Uh, back to the alley. Are you gonna get out of there? Yeah, I'm, I'm by myself. I don't. I'm fucking level two. Yeah, fuck, fuck out of here. These guys look fucking rough. Did All you right. see that? That guy's head just like exploded. Yeah, yeah we gotta get out of here. Like, Let's all go. All over my fries. Megan goes back and grabs the fries. <laughs> goes back out again. <laughs> Those yeah. have skull in them. <laughs> this guard golem is going to stomp his foot really, really hard on the ground to the point where it like rattles and breaks some of the glasses and they fall off. And then he's going to turn his arm into a big sort of like knife. You die now! But before he does, the mage is going to click her fingers and he's immediately going to crumble into dust. Ooh. Shit. Glad I ran. Megan, this is actually your jam, uh, but uh, both of you can do this. Do you want to do insight checks? Sure. Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were proficient, Hawk. I, I am. I rolled very poorly. <laughs> and an 11. My, 11? My wisdom is a negative one. <laughs> All right. Megan, the master of human behavior... It's like, that was weird, but... <laughs> uh, so all you really figured out is that the mage looks extremely powerful and not to be fucked with, and Small Dony seems like an asshole. Okay. They're gonna head straight down. We're fucked. Yeah, Megan, you should probably let uh, Thurgood let Fnappy yeah. know all this. I relayed all that information. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. So they made it down the stairs. Uh, Zeph, you noticed the golem. As soon as that stomp you heard upstairs, he went into, like super beast mode he got a little bit bigger and both of his arms became like one of them became a giant hammer and one of them became a giant sword he makes one single step towards the end uh towards the door and again you hear finger snap and he crumbles into uh garbage on the ground okay shit is getting real what is bixby doing right now bixby is panicking <laughs> as with everybody else in this joint who has heard this smash Smaldoni's going to go up ahead and he's going to say, I have to say, I'm not too excited that you guys decided Justino over me, but let me just say, if you need the gambling itch next time, why don't you head to my joint? Because this one's donezo. And Smaldoni's like right over there by the stairwell right now? Yep. And Zeph, faking drunk, like whips around and is like, hey, hey you. Yes, my tiefling friend. Don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> and he casts, with those magic words, charm person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what does little Danny need to uh, do to resist? Uh, he needs to make a saving throw DC 13. Uh, wait, uh, Garrett, that roll is going to be a 12. Ha ha ha. Wait, what? Sorry? I'm using my, like, in... Oh, yeah. you're going to use your divination power. Okay, yeah, that's a thing that divination wizards can do, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, th I think I do. And he's like, I can't place it, though. Oh, but we, oh, we met at that thing the other month. Listen, I'd love to stay in chat, but I've got a lot going on right now. Well, no, hold on, because, like, we, we, uh, we had that, um, we were talking about, uh, what was, oh, it was the, uh, the new Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Zeph, like, very gregariously, like, goes up to him and, like, kind of puts his arm around him and is like, I'm so bummed we didn't trade Facebooks last time we met, because I was like, oh, that was such a good time, like, let's talk, and he's like, he's like, well, actually, I've got it on me, and he pulls out a book that says face on it, and he says... <laughs> <laughs> It's made of faces. <laughs> Remember we were talking about that band the other day? Here, check this shit out. And he puts on his earmuffs that play the shins. <laughs> Small Donny, his new best friend. Remember, he's got a bunch of thugs around him. It changes his life. Yeah, he sits down, he starts crying. And he looks over and he's like, David, have you ever heard something so beautiful? And then, like, one of his thugs just, like, picks it off of him and says, Boss, shouldn't we do what we're here for? And he's like, right, 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 right. 
What was your name again? I'm Zeph. Here, you gotta meet my friends. Come here. This is of utmost importance. You must get out, but find me after, and we'll hang out. My accent is changing, but I like this one more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, wait, 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 but before you go... One of the thugs is going to try to grapple you, and to, to just sort of force you, force you to get out. Okay, and I will look at Smaldoni and be like, excuse do you, who is, what? All right, the goons just sort of grab Zeph and push him backwards and motion him towards the door and, like, tell him to scram. And Smaldoni, uh, he gets back to business and he says, Well, chaps, time to get this show on the road! And the goons all reach into their coats and grab these vials filled with this orange bubbling liquid. One of them throws theirs at the lobby bar, which smashes on the counter, and it starts to melt and dissolve the wood, just melting through everything and just, just fucking destroying it. Mm. While all this is happening, can I try to pickpocket Bixby in the commotion? Abs- absolutely. To try to get that now, purple you, glow? I have advantage on stealth rolls, but would it be stealth or sleight of hand? It would be sleight of hand. Okay. For sure. If you're trying to grab it. Yeah, I'm trying to get it out of his pocket. Roll with advantage because uh, he's very distracted. Oh, uh, please let this work. Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Uh, Yeah, I get a nine. You reach into his coat and... Try to grab towards it, but you touch him in his feathered chest, and he's going to squawk and look at you, and then his coat is actually going to fly open, and you're going to see at least a dozen vials of glowing, and you're going to recognize this stuff, purple ooze. Mm-hmm. And he's going to like sort of fall backwards because he didn't expect that, and shamble, shamble back a square as... Uh, these guys continually throw these acid bombs around. There's no golem bodyguards around anymore, right? There's one who has been making it, and he's made it to this point, and he's in battle mode. <laughs> it's very slow. Is he focused on what's happening in there? He's not paying attention to anything except for these intruders. All right, well, I'm just going to straight up stab Bixby then. Okay. <laughs> oh, Whoa, Jesus. Jesus Christ. He's got a bunch of vials of purple goo. He's bad. I no, can't fair, let him fair put enough. That yeah. on people. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm not going to stab him. I'm just going to be like, "What the fuck are those for?" No concern of you, yours, halfling, and 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 gets to his feet again. And now he's like fully staring you down. And he actually reaches for a sword in his pocket. And he's looking. He's darting around looking for an escape. All right. Well, now I will cut him. All right. I'm going to do a sort of mini initiative here. So roll initiative. Okay. Uh, nine. That's a ten. Okay, he got a 20, so he has the drop on you. Fnavi, feel free to help me out. <laughs> He's going to make an attack roll against Nora. He's going to take out his sword and swing at you, Nora. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a 9. 14 armor class. All right, so, so it does not hit. Okay. You nimbly dodge out of the way. I am very nimble. Um, what would you like to do, Fnavi, because you're, you're next in the... He's just going to look around kind of confused at the way things are going suddenly. I guess he'll move a little bit. So you're next, Nora. I'm going to use my dagger. Uh, 15. Yeah, that hits. All right. Roll damage. Then, uh, seven piercing. You got Bixie, and he looks extremely hurt now, and he squawks, Ah, damn you, halfling! While clutching his wound. Uh, let's go back to the lobby where Small Doni, the mage, and the lizard folk, and the three goons are. The goons are now just throwing these acid bombs around the speakeasy to destroy the property. They aren't trying to kill anybody, they're just trying to do property damage. They didn't actually, uh, kill the second bartender, but they have him at sword point. Okay, and what is the mage doing? The mage and Small Doni are walking together, and they go through through the lobby bar area to the main performance area. Okay. Uh, there's another golem rushes towards them, but just the mage just snaps her fingers and it just shatters, just like the, the others. Uh, the crowd is now panicking. They're running out however they can. Some have started to hide in the kitchen. Others are pushing past to get out the stairs. Bixie notices the lizard person and he's like, Rah! Draz, what's going on? And the lizard person looks at him and just snarls. Okay. Smaldoni is going to get up to the door just behind the lizard and say, good work, and pat the lizard on the back, Draz. And um, just then, um, someone comes out from behind the curtains, and he's going to say, Smaldoni, why? Smaldoni's going to like sort of curl his cap and say, please, dear boy, I'm taking over. And Justino, who you have determined at this point, must be Justino, says, I'll have you killed for this. And he'd be like, by whom? 
And then the mage that's with Small Doni is going to take one of her acid bombs and sort of float it in front of her and cast some sort of spell on it. And it turns bright green and volatile and starts shaking. And she's going to chuck it at the far corner of the speakeasy. And when it lands, it's going to explode with this horrible explosion, which just totally obliterates half the room. Yikes. Creepers, creepers. Uh, and there's this huge opening now. So I need Nora to do a dexterity saving throw because you're the only one close enough to get caught in the explosion. Uh, 16. You nimbly jump out of the way of flying debris. Uh, unfortunately, the bearded man falls out uh, probably hundreds of feet. Uh, you can hear him screaming on the way down. And uh, Justino is hit by falling debris and falls over. Bixie also dodges out of the way. He actually flaps out of the way and perches on the edge of this hole, which opens up to the sky now. It's like 20 feet wide, this huge hole. Oh, God I suppose he could just like fly right the fuck out of there, huh? Yeah. He sure can. So there's this big hole in the, in the ground. And uh, let's go back to Megan and Hawk. So Hawk turns to Megan and he's like, so what? Uh, what's your reading list like this semester? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, spellcasting 305. It's a pretty good textbook. I can't afford it, so I have to go to the <laughs> library. Oh, what? Wow. Uh, the bit of the alleyway in front of you is going to crumble down. Hmm. You're going to see down, 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 down to the ground, hundreds of feet. And you, this place has all been destroyed at this point. Yeah, so what do you guys want to do with this information? What? What's happened down there? We should probably go help them out. Ugh, fine. <laughs> I sure hope Zephyr and Fnabby are okay. Yeah, alright. So and we, Nora. Just an afterthought. <laughs> we head down the stairs, down there together. Are you going downstairs? I don't know about Hawk, but I'm gonna, like, go down the stairs very, like, purposefully. Like, I'm not running down all the way, but I'm sort of like, uh, is every, like, you know, taking it, like, step by step and, like, poking my head out? Yeah, I mean, everybody is left at this point. This, uh, bartender's dead, so there's no one left in the top tavern. Hawk and, and Megan, you're down there now. Uh, more and more people are filtering out. Everyone get out of here! Something's happening! <laughs> <laughs> Zeph, let's go back to you. Yeah, I think Zeph is gonna just kind of be like at Small Dunny's heels, chatting him up continuously. Like, hey, man, like, what are you up to right now? Like, my night's free. Like, yeah, I'll, I'm happy to tag along with you. You seem like you know what you're doing. Like, how close is he with his thugs? Like, can I be like, hey, I want to be one of your thugs? Please, sir, I, I'm kind of in the middle of something. If you come to my office next tomorrow morning, you can leave your application there, and I'm sure I can find a spot for you. Oh, d- d- small Donny, look, we go back, like, to, to, you know, that one party, but, like, it's... It- he says, do you want to prove this to me? And then he, he reaches in his pocket and he hands you an acid bomb. Yeah, dope. <laughs> I take it. <laughs> right, you have an acid bomb now. Hey, Megan, what's Zeph up to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, let's burn this motherfucker down. And Zeph takes the acid bomb and with all the strength he can muster, throws it directly into Small Doni's mouth. Just like grabs him by the head and tries to shove that thing into his head. I guess he does trust you because you're a friendly acquaintance. So you, you <laughs> pour this down his throat? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, just roll roll an attack with, like, plus to your dexterity. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to be an 11. Okay. I mean, I think this is acid shit, so it gets down onto him, but you don't get it into his mouth, and it burns his... Sh- oh, fuck, you two-faced him. <laughs> <laughs> and he falls to his knees and screams, this... This charm person is now over. <laughs> you just killed yourself, Seth. Good knowing you. <laughs> uh, and he's going to fall to his knees and scream and say, Charm person, kill him! Oh, kill him! And I guess all of you fucking roll initiative. Oh, boy. And nobody knows that I know either of my party members in this room right now. So it is purely me. Okay, roll. Yeah. One, so I ever go to 20. Well, Hawk definitely would have, like, gone over and looked into the room to find yeah. out what the Do you want to just is. move a little closer? Uh, you have invisibility or something? Your feather fall? Oh, don't worry. I'm, I'm good. I'm going to roll one okay. for his thugs. <laughs> they got a one. 
<laughs> and then the mage, okay. however, she mm-hmm. is going to roll uh, a 13. So you're up first, Zeph. Zeph sees the situation at hand. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, I see what, what I had wrought here. And without so much as looking at Nora or Fnabby or any of his party members, uh, riddle me this, my dude. Does the hole to the outside start, like, right there, or is it more in the middle? Yeah, the supercharged acid bomb took out a huge corner of the performance room, the wall, and the ground. And there's a smaller, uh, like, human-shaped hole in the ceiling above that opens up to the New Ham streets in the alleyway. I am going to uh, disengage, run 30 feet. I'm going to cast Levitate on myself using Quicken Spell, so it's a bonus action. So I can disengage and do that at the same time. And levitate myself fucking through that hole. Uh, using hopefully some of my momentum. Because I can levitate myself 20 feet upwards. If you want me to do a an athletics or acrobatics check to see if I can climb myself out of that hole. Okay, yeah. Uh, just um, do an acrobatics check. Acrobatics. I got a four. <laughs> So bonk your head. Okay, you run and jump, aiming for the hole in the ceiling. You trip, and since you cast Levitate on yourself, you just sort of hover over the uh, hole in the floor. Oh, man. And under you is just a hundreds and hundreds of feet drop. But floating 20 feet above where I am. Or, or, as, or, or at the ceiling, I guess, above where I am. The mage is going to um, step inside now and see what you just did to Small Dony and scream, No! She's going to turn towards you and Bixie is going to actually look at her. And, and he's going to adjust his glasses that he had. And he's going to be like... He had glasses? On his like, little beak? Pixie, yeah, he has like, you know, like... A like the Morpheus little... glasses? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the nose glasses. Yeah. Except it's a beak, beak glasses. glasses. Yeah. So it's Pixie's turn next, and he sees uh, the mage and uh, the lizard person, and he goes, Ah, they're here to kill me! Bah! And then he just dashes out the window and uh, flies away. God damn it. There's a window? I'm coming for you, Bixie. Well, not the, not um, the window, the hole. The giant the hole. Giant, the hole. Okay. The giant the hole that you are currently floating out of. And Nora, you're right next to this um, mage, but she's going to she's going to shoot uh, a fireball in both Bixie and Zeph's direction. You're kind of in the line of fire Jesus here. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point, which is Zeph, must make a dexterity saving throw. All right. That's a natural 20 plus 1, 21. Yeah, I rolled 28 fire damage. You, how much damage do you take? 14. I'm good. Don't worry about me. <laughs> make, make a concentration <laughs> check. <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. Um, yeah, that's going to be a 9. I won't fall when uh, levitate ends. You float gently to the ground. Okay, so I am floating, floating down to the bottom of this hole. Wait, what's the range on Fireball? <laughs> 20 foot radius. So Justino has to make a saving throw. Uh, Justino's dead. <laughs> oh, that's rough. So much for the bounty. She sends Justino to a crisp. As, and he, you, you remember that scene in Terminator 2 when the nuke goes off in her dream? And she's... That's what he does. He runs up. To um, Small Dony, who's acid burnt, and he does that exact motion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nora, I need you also to make a, a dexterity saving throw. Oops. Uh, so 16. Like, I want to, like, crawl, try to crawl out. So how much damage? You took five. Okay. You're in the way. Okay. Of the fireball, which yeah. cast and like it blew past your mind. You you were able yeah, to yeah, yeah. Uh, dodge out of the way. Does it look the... like I have a side shave yeah, now? It does actually. <laughs> You've got dodge. like shrieks yeah. on the side of your um, yeah. head, but you also look like you sunburned a little bit. Like to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Fnabby's up next in the order. So I'm totally surrounded by goons. They're not aggressive towards you, though. They're very distracted. Well. <laughs> I'm very cowardly. <laughs> I'm going to try to get away. I'm going to go try to get past the mage, see if it... Say, excuse me, I just want to leave. Please let me leave. Does she... Does it seem like she'll let me past? I know she just cast a fireball. She's very distracted. Do you want to take a look at her on your way out? Yeah, I take a good look at You're her. Checking her out? My, ac- my action will be a... Maybe like a horny fnabby? <laughs> my action will be a perception check on her. It's a 12. She looks like a half-elf. 
half-elves live longer than humans, right? So she's probably, like, 60, but looks like the human equivalent of, like, 35. She's got brown hair and green eyes. She has a scar, a small, not serious scar, on her cheek like Tina Fey. Wow. I'm spitting. When I get up to Hawk, I'm going to be like, she's got this scar. I, I just saw this scar. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I assume you're doing this so you can recognize her later, is what I'm... Yeah, totes. And that's what I do. I'm, I want to get away from these scary people. <laughs> All right. Megan? Wow. Oh, sorry. I was reading about <laughs> Tina Fey. Some stranger dentist just, like, cut her on the face? Yeah, she was attacked as a child by a stranger. That's fucking nuts. Well, I can, like... I can just, like, not do anything, right? I can, like, pass this thing? Like, because, like, I don't... Yeah. So Zeph is, like, way beyond anything that I can really do, right? Mm-hmm. Steph's gonna go find Jiminy. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder, is there, I don't know if there's anything I can do to help Nora get out. I was hoping to use my half na- halfling nimbleness and stealth to get the fuck out of there without being noticed. Yeah, I kind of just want to, like, wait and see. Is that a valid thing? Can you, you can ready an action. Sure. I, I'll, like. Just, like, describe something that you might want to react to. I'll, like, ready. So I've got, like, my crossbow. So I can ready my crossbow just in case somebody comes. Yeah. Just in case somebody wants to tell me. We'll move on to Nora, then. Nora, what do you want to do? You're going to use your nimbleness? Yeah. So I can move through the mage's space to get out. You're just trying to I'm get out? I'm just trying to get the fuck out of that room and into the bar area where Fnabby, Hawk, and Megan are, so we can GTFO. You can disengage as a bonus action, can't you? Okay. Oh yeah, she can disengage as, it's the, one of your things is disengage as a bonus action. So do I need to roll for any of this then? Or can I just do it? Nope, you can just do it. Alright. I'm just gonna go through there and get my short sword out as a readying action, but really, I just wanna get out. And then Hawk? Nora, what happened in there? Uh, so Bixby... That frickin' Our bird giant mark. bird dickhead has vials of the purple shit, so we need to find him. He's not in there anymore. We need to find him, because he's bottling that shit up, so... Where'd he go? He flew out that fucking hole, like... Where's Zeph? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> so... What should we do, guys? Should we uh, should we try and attack this? Uh, nope. This mage? No. <laughs> nope. Time to time to go. <laughs> yeah, I think we all need to get the fuck out of here. Yep. Do we have Thurgood? Everyone safe? Oh no! Uh, Fnabby? Fnabby? Do we? Where's Thurgood? I check my pants. <laughs> oh no! Thurgood! <laughs> oh no! Uh, Thurgood is fine. Okay, good. Phew. Uh, should we just should we just hightail it out of here? See if we yeah. can't find out where where Zeph ended up. Yep, that's it. Can we make a group decision to just all flee? Yes. Should we tip the bartender who's yeah. still alive? <laughs> uh, you know, in Pokemon, there's run down at the bottom right. Yeah, yeah. You guys all select run. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's still the uh, the guards' turn. They're all gonna run up to the edge here because they're not happy about what just happened to their boss, and they're gonna pull out their um, crossbows and take a couple shots at Zeph, who I believe has a bunch of damage on him, right? I uh, I do have a bunch of damage on me, yeah. Four does not hit, I assume. Nope. Let's see, does a twelve hit? Twelve does hit. Yeah, so uh, he he got five damage on you. You got five on me, so I got one HP. Okay, that's where I'm at. It's Maldoni's turn. And he's too worse for wear. He kind of like goes to the end and he says, I'll kill you, tiefling. And then he goes over to Justino's um, bones. For some reason, you can see this so far away, but he he kind of drops to his knees and looks a bit sad about what just happened. (laughs) Um, Zeph, like about four beats too late, says, Smell you later. (laughs) (laughs) Hawk's like, I heard him. He's still all right. You actually noticed uh, at the end of this, the mage took out of her pocket a gizmo and uh, tapped it a couple times and like pointed it towards Justino and Justino's bones and small Dhoni. And it kind of whirred a little, a little weakly. She has a gizmo. Okay. Now you're at the... (laughs) Does it look like the one that the prince had? You're going to have to... Role play that with Megan, because you didn't notice it. Oh. Oh, boy. Yes! <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out this voice here. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll relay it, but, like, 
Did you guys see that thing? That little toy that uh, the mage had? It looked like a... No, sorry, I was sneezing. <laughs> I didn't see anything. <laughs> I was busy worrying about my burnt hair. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. It's a good look. Uh, she had this, like, gizmo that she pointed at the two the two gangsters, and then... Uh, what did it look like? I don't know. What did it look like? You realize that you remember it from one place, and it was the gizmo used by the guy in the Coliseum. It's It's very similar. To whatever that was. Cool. I will say, I do not remember that gizmo at all. <laughs> you picked the worst person to have, like, the high inside investigation. He's like, wow, I don't remember that thing. That... All right, so uh, you guys are going to bust out the front door, and there are city guard members' weapons drawn in oh, every God. direction. Damn it. Oh, shit. Hands up. The Questies are Eno Accentive, Andrew Limbong, Grady Olson, Jules Rowe, and me, Garrett Gardner. Dungeon Mastering, Editing, and Music by me. Check out Questies on Twitter and Facebook at Questies Podcast and visit our website at questies.cool.